welcome to IB Talk, the leading podcast for the insurance industry across Canada, brought to you by Insurance Business. This episode is presented in partnership with Markel. In the latest episode of IBC Talk, Jeff Sutton, Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing at Markel, introduces us to the Markel style, a code that not only encompasses operational excellence, fairness in business dealings, and commitment to community, and most importantly, empowers employees. Gain invaluable insights on sustainable long-term solutions and the importance of infusing the employee experience with authenticity and belonging. In addition, Sutton shares a few of his own everyday experiences, also known as Markel Moments. Welcome back to IBC Talk, the Insurance Business Canada podcast. I'm Bethan Moorcraft, Senior Editor at Insurance Business. And in this episode, I'm joined by Jeff Sutton, Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing at Markel Canada. Together, we're going to discuss the unique Markel style and how to infuse insurance company culture with excellence, authenticity and belonging, all things that are key in the attraction, retention and development of talent today. Jeff's going to introduce you, our listeners, to Markel's company, Odin Culture. And he's going to share how Markel is improving the employee experience with a fresh perspective after the massive disruption of the COVID-19 pandemic. And with that, we'll get started. So Jeff, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you, Bethan, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So Jeff, I want to get started with the big picture here, the Markel style. Can you tell us a little bit about what that's all about? Absolutely. I think on the surface, the style um, for people that are not familiar with it, and certainly I'll recount to you my first introduction to the style uh, as I started to engage in the interview process for the current role that I have. But I think on the surface, people might look at the Markel style and say, oh, well, that's Markel's vision and mission statement. Uh, but it really goes a lot deeper than that. I think when you you look at other organizations and you take a look at their vision statements, their mission statements. You know, vision is what do we aspire to be? And mission is how are we going to do it? And the style itself, the 214 words that frame um, really the actions and the culture that has been foundational for Markel are more so about what are we today and how is the style going to dictate how people act? to one another and how we work with our clients, with our partners, how it really drives our actions. Um, it's, a, it's a statement that was put together, I believe back in 1985 or 86 as Markel in the US was preparing to go public. And essentially it was a way in which you could concisely communicate to potential investors, not what the organization is aspiring to become, but really what the organization is and has become throughout the course of its life, and that life dates back to 1917. So the style itself really touches on you know, a, a bunch of different things. You know, it's, it brings in this concept that traces all the way back to Sam Markell, who was the founder, really that entrepreneurial drive, uh, keywords that resonate with me and I know resonate with many of my colleagues, not only in Canada, but across the Markell world, are this disdain for bureaucracy, the importance of ensuring that there's humor in what we do, um, that it really focuses in on uh, checking your ego at the door, 
Now we, we have a saying at Markel where we, we like to believe in sharp minds and not sharp elbows. And I know <laughs> at the onset, it probably comes across like I'm, I'm preaching this utopian state uh, that is not found in many other organizations. And hopefully throughout the course of our chat here, I'll be able to give you some examples that speak to that, real life examples that I bore witness to during my interview process. And, and I'm coming up on my second year anniversary with Markel Canada but also just other things that I've seen where the style really guides the actions and behaviors of certainly myself and my teammates and my colleagues right across the country. That's really interesting, Jeff. And, it, you know, it certainly sounds like it's not a surface statement um, from what you've said and just the way that you answered that question. It sounds like it really kind of goes to the core of the organization, which is great. Um, so, Jeff, you know, how does this Markel style resonate with Markel Canada employees? And a second part to that question, what role do they play in defining the style? I, I think if I take the second part first, the role that they play is, is really how we look to present ourselves to one another, how we look to present ourselves to our clients and to our partners. And it really does dictate the actions that we, as key drivers of the success of the organization, take on a daily basis. So let me give you some examples. Um, way back when, when I, I sat down for my very first discussion with uh, Dave Crozier, who's the president and managing director of Markel Canada, uh, Dave immediately started talking to me about the style and how it truly was different. And that in his entire tenure throughout the Canadian property and casualty industry, he had yet to experience a culture as unique as Markel's and that it was really driven by the style itself. And I, <laughs> uh, I think actually without knowing it in true Markel style fashion, was very candid in my response to Dave and said, um, okay, I hear you, Dave. Uh, I've worked in this industry for quite some time. Um, I've all actually sold to the vast majority of insurers and each one of them believes that they have a unique style, a unique culture. Uh, in fact, many of the organizations that I had worked with had vision statements and mission statements on the wall that were very aspirational. But as I said to Dave, I'm fighting the urge not to have my eyes roll back in my head. <laughs> and, uh, and he said, I hear you. I totally get it. Um, but if you give us a chance, if you sort of enter into an interview process and start to meet colleagues in Canada, leaders in Canada, um, as well as leaders in other parts of Markel around the world, I think you'll find that one of the things they all begin the conversation with is the importance of the style and how that style for the past 40 plus years has been driving um, the success of the organization. And it's, it's not something that happens overnight. Yeah, that's interesting. So this really does, I mean, to you, does this feel different to other insurance organizations you've, been, you've worked in? Without question. Uh, so I was, as I just said, I was quite skeptical <laughs> in my first introduction to the Markel style and this unique culture. Uh, I'm, I'm an avid reader and, uh, and one of the books that I love dearly is uh, The Culture Code by Daniel Coyle. And in it, he really breaks down the importance of creating a safe space, uh, creating an environment where it's okay to make mistakes, where you're encouraged to be entrepreneurial, uh, where you're encouraged to seek out questions, pose them, gain clarity, and find comfort in the fact that uh, even, even though your questions or your approach may be challenged, there's certainly going to be support for posing them. 
as I went through my interview process well over two years ago, I started meeting with people um, in the UK, in Norway, south of the border in the US, and every single one of them started with the importance of the culture and what that means and how it drives decisions. And I can tell you that as I then worked with the creation of our business development team, uh, worked with our underwriting leadership, worked with new joiners on the front lines. When we go through interviews, when we set out strategies, we start with that discussion and the importance of culture. And if I take examples of speaking with brokers, the fact that we prioritize starting with culture and the style, our disdain for bureaucracy, our adherence to candidness and honesty, uh, it's enabled us to stand out. And I think it's really woven itself into the DNA of our organization in Canada, but also the organization from our across the world. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so great to hear, um, Jeff. It all kind of ties into something else that I wanted to talk to you about, which is the employee experience. It's arguably more important than ever today. We hear a lot about kind of the staffing challenges companies are having. There have been a lot of changes in recent years with the pandemic, hybrid work, new digital tools. All of these things are happening all at the same time. So what are you doing at Markel Canada to ensure that you're providing the best possible employee experience? Well, I think we've all undergone tremendous change and transformation over the last two and a half years with COVID and the impact that has had on all of us. Um, now, from a, a personal perspective, I have two young boys and uh, I think they really became accustomed to myself and my wife being present all the time. Um, you know, they, they returned to school this year and even though they've been going back to school, there was still moments of, I think, a little bit of separation anxiety. And the reason that I share that story is because the culture at Markel then supports an environment where... I had a couple of days last week where I was scheduled to be in key meetings, Um, but I had a a son that was really struggling to go back to school and I needed to take some time to be with my family to prioritize that. And I had nothing but tremendous support from my colleagues throughout the organization. I think that kind of speaks a little bit to the changes and transformation that we've been trying to implement over the course of the pandemic and then coming out of it. Uh, we, as a recent example, we moved into our Toronto office. We stopped by half of the floor in the building that we were in. And the entire floor became available uh, on the eighth floor. And we <laughs> kind of sat back and said, well, wait a second. There's hybrid work. Uh, we certainly are not going to be in an environment where we are forcing our colleagues to come into the office. Um, but at the same time, we're growing. Uh, we believe that we're building something rather unique. Why don't we invest in this space over the span of a 10-year lease and build an environment that is far more collaborative, that engages employees that want to be face-to-face with their colleagues? And so we made that investment, and later on uh, this fall, we'll officially open that eighth floor. I think also to your point of you know, what have you had to adapt to, I think we've been very flexible to go out and look right across Canada for individuals that can buy into the culture, uh, that want to be engaged in it, and that we're less preoccupied as to where they're actually sitting day in and day out. What I mean by that is we have offices in Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver, yet we've recruited employees to join our team over the course of the pandemic in PEI, uh, in Calgary, 
uh, in Canmore, in Sudbury, uh, all different parts of Canada that have been able to then be integrated and work in a hybrid or essentially work from home environment to help contribute to the growth that we've been realizing over the last few years. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot of people kind of doing that that type of thing, Jeff, in terms of kind of hiring in different places, making the most of this uh, remote work environment. Um, just building on that slightly, in terms of the, the COVID-19 pandemic, did it change the perspective for the way that you work at Markel Canada? Um, can you share me a bit about, uh, share a bit about that? I don't think that it did. Uh, and I, the reason that I pause and say I don't think is because I joined during the pandemic. I joined in September of 2020, uh, certainly at a point where vaccines had yet to arrive, but there was still a feeling that we would be coming out of this rather quickly. Um, I think there was always this mentality, and again, I, I know I sound like a broken record, but it does come back to that culture and that approach of the Markel style, which is being there to support employees, appreciating that we have a high expectation and a belief in our staff to deliver on those high expectations and deliver sound results for our clients and for our colleagues and for our partners. But I, I'm not too sure if it if it ultimately changed the approach. I think there was things that were implemented as far as ensuring that people could very easily be set up at home. And if they needed things for their home offices, whether that was a new chair or new monitors, um, you know, there was programs put in place to very quickly provide those to individuals. I think there was also a mentality of, and I heard repeatedly of different organizations that fell into this trap of, I'm now working from home. It feels like work is omnipresent because it's so easy to turn on my laptop outside of quote unquote office hours and that I'm always having to be on. And our leadership across the organization and definitely in Canada made a point of saying, you know, when it's after hours, so it's post 5 p.m., it's pens down. Um, let's make sure to delay delivery of emails. And it sounds like a simple thing, but if you want to continue to work, go ahead and do that. We would encourage you to take time to recharge and to step away. But if you do want to work, then please make sure that you're not sending emails out at night or on the weekend. Instead, do a simple thing like time delay them so that they land in the recipient's inbox the following morning or on Monday morning. And I think little things like that align with the culture itself and the style, and they, they start to enhance and encourage that environment that's safe. And, uh, and I think that in most cultures, that's a requirement that needs to come from the top and it needs to be cascaded throughout the entire organization. And it speaks volumes to the importance of actions, speaking very loudly as opposed to just words on a wall. I think I, if I could, I'd like to tell a personal story that relates to sort of this transformation and this experience, or, or maybe not even lack, it's not really a transformation or lack thereof, but the way in which the culture really directs the actions within the organization. So I worked uh, for different organizations in the PNC industry for well over two decades. And I've been in environments where there was this pressure and this belief to always be on, um, this belief that you are well compensated. And because of that, uh, you should always be available 24 seven. Uh, it was a bit of a difficult adjustment for me joining Markel that strongly encourages, again, a high level of positive results and work ethic, but at the same time, the importance of stepping away, disconnecting and recharging. And in particular, I remember last April, I was uh, off at a 
a hockey tournament with, uh, with our youngest son. And I was disconnected, uh, but it was in between games. And I think I was just scrolling through my phone to make sure that there wasn't anything urgent that needed to be addressed. It was a Friday. And I saw a note uh, from my boss and I had a feeling that it was perhaps maybe a little bit more on the urgent side. Uh, I wasn't able to get the answer, so I sent a note over to my colleague in Calgary because of the time change, and he quickly replied. Within 30 minutes of sending that email to my colleague, I got a text from my boss. And the text was rather simple. It said, Jeff, you are on PTO. Please set a better example for your employees. Have a great weekend. And I, uh, I remember smiling at that, thinking, there's the Markel style in action and a simple thing that was a subtle slap of the hand to say, when we're off, we're off. And unless the sky is truly falling, um, be off and set an example because recharging is just as important as how hard we work uh, day in and day out. Oh, I love that story. It's so good. Um, and it's kind of proof. It's the little positive things, the positive changes. When they come together, they can kind of really create something big. And it's the same with that Markel style, as you've said. When it's successful, it really kind of it comes together. And actually, it creates what you know you call Markel moments. Um, what you just shared seems to perhaps be a Markel moment. But can you tell me about those moments and maybe any other sort of experiences you've had with that? Yeah, Markel Moments is a relatively new thing uh, that I believe Canada has coined. And they come from our experience of trying to share those stories of the Markel style in action. Uh, you know, we it becomes challenging because I, I talked a lot about at the beginning of this podcast, the skepticism that comes when you try to talk about a culture and a style that has been so successful in driving um, the, the upward trajectory of the organization. And so we started talking as colleagues to say, have you had a Markel moment? One of those elements to me, as I just relayed, was that quick text uh, that I received on a personal day off on a Friday. Um, for others, you know, I, I, one that comes to mind, because we certainly have hired a lot of new staff throughout this year in particular, I remember speaking to um, a new senior leader who had come on board and she said, I'd asked her, she was like a weekend. And I said, you know, I'm, we're, we're going to see each other in person. And one thing that I'm trying to collect are these Markel moments that we can then relay to our partners and help explain the style. If you have a chance, um, think about a moment. And a Markel moment to me is something that stands out as being different from what you've experienced with past uh, employment within this industry. And she stopped me and she said, I can tell you that already. She said, one of the nicest things about joining this organization is this perspective on long-term, long-term forever sustainability. So what do you mean by that? And she said, well, in other organizations, when I've started, it's almost felt like uh, there's so much going on. There's so much busyness that immediately I have to grab files or I immediately need to offer solutions. Instead, and believe me, there's been a lot going on. So it's not as if people are twirling their thumbs, but instead she was welcome to the organization to say, you were brought in because of the experience, the technical skills and the leadership that you bring to this position. We have a lot to get done, but most importantly for us is for you to get the lay of the land and truly understand what long-term sustainable solutions might look like. Please don't feel 
the need to come up with those solutions in your first few weeks or even in your first couple of months. You're here for the long term because we're in the process of trying to build a forever company today. And she said, I've never experienced that. To me, within the first week, that was a quick, hey, Markel moment. And it was different. And it, uh, I think it was a, an embracing and engaging moment for her, who had also gone through interviews and had been told about the style and the culture and its uniqueness. That's another great one, Jeff. Thank you for, for sharing that. Um, I like that idea as well of the forever company and kind of investing in the future. Um, so sticking with that theme of kind of long term, moving forwards, how will you ensure as an organization that you carry the Markel style into everything that you do? Kind of, Can you just share a bit about the strategy going ahead? I think first and foremost, we talk about it a lot. Um, it's it's not something that was just created during the pandemic. Uh, it's not a visionary statement. It's something that was created in the 1980s that was based on who Markel was at the time. And it's really been 214 words that helped drive that behavior. So we talk about it a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we begin sales calls externally talking about the style and the culture. We, we begin internal calls talking about the style and the culture and the importance of that disdain for bureaucracy, the importance of challenging management all the way up to the executive levels, the importance of candidness. And then we follow that up with our actions. Uh, there are a whole bunch of different pillars that we'll say of different networks throughout Markel that internally we prioritize the actions that we're going to take. Um, so there's a, there's a diversity and inclusion pillar and network um, in Canada, we've really tried to embrace this idea of how do we become more diverse? How do we make sure that we are creating opportunities throughout the industry for people that have historically not had those same opportunities? And we do things by getting involved with and partnering and supporting uh, the Canadian Association of Black Insurance Professionals, KBIP. Uh, we are a heavy sponsor in such things as the Dive-In Festival and working with organizations like Link. Uh, we do things as part of our social committee that again, on the surface, they seem simple, but we ensure that personal touch uh, with our employees. We ran um, something called um, Markel Mornings. And Markel Mornings was a simple uh, survey of a couple employees each week that showcased what was their morning routine working from home. Tell us a little bit, if they were comfortable, about their family uh, and what they like to do in their spare time. That has then progressed to uh, Markella, uh, Markella at Home, which is somewhat of an extension of that and really starting to understand the different personalities, um, and the backgrounds of the people that make up our team. I think we're, we're really focused as well from giving back to the community. In Canada, we essentially choose a charity that employees through fundraising activities, through payroll deductions, through different events that we host throughout the year, we're gonna to contribute to. We've done um, such things over the years with uh, Stella's Place and Covenant House BC and Red Door Shelter and Ami Quebec. I think those are pieces that have shaped and will continue to shape who we are as an organization and allow people to feel proud about being a part of Markel. Jeff. Thank you so much for, you know, such a fascinating conversation. 
you mentioned yourself the skepticism that some people have about discussing culture and style and things like that but i can really hear the belief in your voice um so you know thank you for sharing that with us and chatting with us about the markel style today uh it's really been great having you on the show thank you very much for having me i enjoyed it thanks also to our listeners for tuning in I'm Bethan Moorcraft, Senior Editor at Insurance Business, and this was IBC Talk. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of IB Talk. For more from the team at Markel, visit them at markelinternational.ca. Thank you for listening to IB Talk. For the latest episodes, be sure to follow us on Podbean. You can also tune in on your favourite listening channel. Find us on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you.